0: you're listening to health call live the area's only live local interactive radio hour devoted to you and your health watch the video live stream on the health call facebook page and call us with your questions at 447-1190 or toll free at 800-333-1190 here's your host health and wellness correspondent lee kelso Good morning. It is Saturday, and there is no place I would rather be than right here in the studio with you and pharmacist and clinical nutritionist Greg Russell from Fort Wayne Custom RX. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Lee. Good to see you again. We're Likewise. going to be spending some time talking today about nutrition and specifically uh, a problem that can come along after you've been on a prescription medication for many
1: years, and that is nutrient depletion. So, give me the big picture on that. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Um, this is kind of a new topic topic in the world of pharmacy over the last few years but um, it, it... There's been lots of good documentation now about patients, um, especially our elderly patients, when they've been on medications for many, many years. There's this compounding effect that can occur when we're using different medications um, that start depleting certain vitamins and certain minerals. And so, you know, one of the big concerns is um, there was a 2017 study that showed that seniors that take three or more medications were at very high risk of being depleted at least uh, one or more vitamins. In minerals. And what can the impact of that be? What can go wrong? Well, so, you know, when we start looking at things like, let's say, calcium, you know, if we if we have a depletion of calcium and somebody's on a medication of 10, 15 years that's been depleting their calcium stores, that might put them at a higher risk for developing something like osteoporosis. And, of course, osteoporosis leads to broken bones and hip fractures, which, of course, Leading you know, cause is, of death, is, yeah. It eventually. can be a leading cause
0: of death in the elderly. Yeah, right. it sure is. Okay, so that's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. What kind of medications are we talking
1: about here? Is it anything exotic or just kind of ordinary stuff? Well, it's a lot of its ordinary medication. If you really think about it, and you know, the, we could take a step back and look at how uh, the world of pharmacy has evolved over the last, you know, 20 years. We're, we're seeing now patients being started earlier, um, and that's good for their health benefits. They're getting started earlier on medications. But they may have something like hypertension when they're taking multiple types of medications. And again, um, to get earlier on, get control of that heart disease. But on the flip side of it, you have to be concerned a little bit about what the impact is on their nutrients that are occurring daily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh,
0: if you have a question about any of that, uh, the phones are open at 800-333-1190, 447-1190. And you can text a question about a med you might be taking to 46862. And Greg's here with us in the studio. We'll get him to give you an answer. Okay, so let's start walking through. What are the drugs combinations that I
1: need to be most focused on? Sure. So, you know, for example, if we just take a look at some of our big minerals, magnesium, calcium, potassium, Phosphorus, you know, those are minerals that are good for bone health. We know that those many of those medications are eliminated through the kidneys. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're gonna have when we start talking about medications themselves, they can affect many different ways. And I'll give you some different examples today, but Let's take a look at the kidneys first. If we were taking things like diuretics, okay, especially water the pills, water pills, right. right? Those, those, how those medications work is they reduce the fluid out of your body. But when they're reducing, when they're getting that kidney action to, to work. Because they certain types of diuretics, what the ones called the loop diuretics, and that's commonly drugs like Lasix and uh, budesonide are very common. Those medications are important. They're used in heart failure and hypertension and, and other, other diseases. But as they take water out of your system, they're also taking some of these important minerals, such mm-hmm. as calcium and magnesium. And we talked about the importance of calcium for bone health, but magnesium is also very important. So, if we take a look at magnesium, I always call magnesium the forgotten mineral. Um, it's been predicted that roughly three out of four Americans are low in magnesium in their diets. Really? Yeah. So, if you take a look at what magnesium is, magnesium is a, is a mineral that's found in plant foods. It holds chlorophyll together, so anything that you eat that's green is going to have magnesium in it. So, if you're, you know, we bigger, deeper program here, uh, but you know, we can we can make that argument that Americans don't eat as much plant food as they used to. Okay? Sure. Yeah. And so, you You know, if we're not getting magnesium in our diet, and we know magnesium is important for so many different enzymatic reactions. Remember, enzymes are things that create those chemical reactions that we need to sustain life, and magnesium is kind of like the little spark plug that turns on some of those enzymatic. And so, anytime we see people that have high sugar diets, higher carbohydrate diets, um, those Tend to run a higher blood sugars. They tend to use a lot of magnesium in there yeah. to kind of help maintain their health. So, how do I know what? Well, give me some symptoms that might be a sign that I'm magnesium yeah. depleted. Well, the biggest one that I see that comes in quite often is a lot of people come in and say, oh, "I'm getting Charlie horses," you know. Oh. So, you know, something simple like a little cramping, you know, yeah. um, we, that's that's a real. Common one with both magnesium and calcium. We'll will have some Charlie horses. Um, some severe cases would be you get some t- um, tremors or you'd even get some paralysis. So and generally we don't, we don't see that. Sure. But uh, again, simple magnesium is a very inexpensive supplement to supplement with you can buy magnesium for a few dollars right and yeah. is there is
0: there any reason for me not to just be on a magnesium supplement all the time
1: well I uh, there could be would be if you had a severe form of kidney disease of some nature you know you wouldn't want to just do it but for most Americans magnesium is one of those top five Supplements that I recommend. Um, I take some, you know, every night at bedtime um, because a, it's very calming; it has a calming effect. Um, But it's just an important uh, mineral to have. And if anybody who works out does a lot of athletic, you know, that's they tend to sweat out a lot of magnesium too.
0: Wow. So isn't that interesting? And that's probably something your doctor is not going to be
1: talking with you about. Well, it's kind of like a in an, in an indirect thing and it takes some years to build up, but right. you know, probably our young kids it's not so much a problem, but as mm-hmm. we become more adults and as our body eliminates more magnesium, that it, You know it has those additive effects.
0: So that is magnesium. What are some? That's a mineral. Are there Mm -hmm. vitamins we need to be paying attention to?
1: Yeah, the big ones that you know we've talked about in the past is you know we talk about how different uh, medications affect. For example, coenzyme Q10. Okay, coenzyme Mm Q10 is kind of similar to vitamin K, um, and that it is in it's involved in the process of of the cholesterol formation. So, when we take drugs that block the production of cholesterol, they can also block coenzyme Q10. Well, coenzyme Q10 is what I call the master... Kind of your uh, heart and your organ anti um, anti coolant for your body. Okay, coenzyme Q10 stops the uh, free radicals that form, and it's really important for anything that uses a lot of energy. So that would be your brain, your heart, your kidneys, your liver. You know, that's where coenzyme Q10 is going to work. And what medications affect that again? Again, a, a lot of them is the big statin medications are, are real important, but some of the beta blocker drugs also do that. We've got a phone called I want you to uh, answer Greg so
0: put okay. those headphones on for me and let's jump out to the phone line and go ahead with your question for Greg Russell pharmacist and clinical nutritionist from Fort Wing Custom Rx okay my doctor put me on this pill to build up my bones it's A-L-E-N-D R-O-N A-T-E sodium will, will that help I've only been on it a few months I just didn't know if it really will
1: help build my my bones. A great question. So th- these are the type of drugs that are called biphosphonates, and their yeah. job is to help change the bone turnover rate that's occurring in your in your bone. So bone is living tissue, and when we're young, we're building more of that bone tissue as we're growing, our bones are growing, and somewhere around um, our age, mid-20s to late Late to early thirties um, for for females um, and males both we start to see kind of a, a, a in other words we de- tend to be starting to build bone less and because bone is living tissue it has to be changed so what that means is that over a period of time new bone is going and uh, growing and old bone is being displaced okay it's wearing out so there's this kind of teeter-totter balance that occurs with the bone so you got bone being built and bone being destroyed and we know that that's under the influence of lots of different things including hormones and as a female goes into menopause um Some women, especially those that are smaller in stature, um, those that maybe uh, have a little less bone structure or maybe haven't done as much um, exercising, Okay, And, of course, genetics plays a role in that. They start to actually lose more bone than they're building. And what a does is it helps slow that process down, so that it slows that process down so that you're doing some bone building, but you're losing bone less rapidly. Now, it won't totally stop the process, but it slows it way down. So, that is kind of how that drug works. And, yes, it can be very impactful for somebody who has severe osteoporosis. So, other things that you can... Do is make sure um, when you are using these drugs that you are taking some calcium, and I like a calcium, magnesium, phosphorus blend, uh, typically with some vitamin K, too, which we've talked about in past shows. But the reason why is you still need those nutrients to help build bone. Okay, that drug is just helping your body so it doesn't lose bone. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? what yeah. I said? Yeah,
0: it sure does to me, so it stops the loss, but then you also have to add yeah. those other to back in. Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. You want to not only slow that growth, but you want to give those factors to help support bone growth. All right. Well, hey, thank you for your call. We need Great to jump question. out to a
0: commercial break, and we'll be right back talking with Greg Russell from Portland Custom Rx about drug-induced nutrient depletion, and we're going to focus on vitamin B12, why that's so important, and medications that can steal that right out of your body when we come back. This is Health Call Live. We're glad you're listening, but don't be afraid to call and ask your question on the air. It's free, non-invasive, and best of all, you don't have to wear an exam gown. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. And we are here in the studio with Greg Russell, clinical nutritionist and pharmacist at Fort Wayne Custom Rx. We're focusing this half hour on the problem of what happens when you take multiple medications over a course of years, and what does that do to your mineral balance and, and vitamins as well. So, Greg, I want to jump into B12. That's a very important vitamin that is easily depleted. Yeah,
1: that's a very large, um, very important in our body. B12 functions a lot of different purposes. It's important for our nervous system. It helps us Make basically brain chemicals. Uh, It's also involved with uh, insulin production, and of course, it's it's involved in our red blood cells. So um, there are certain forms of anemias that can occur when you run low on B12. So probably the classic uh, two drugs that uh, have have the most impact, and I'll talk about one that's lesser known. is you know uh, the what we call the PPIs or those are those little purple pills that they talk about for your gut, Omeprazole oh, and as a class, there's a whole bunch of them, and there's drugs like Zantac and uh, them all. And what they how those drugs work, of course, is they stop acid production in your in your gut. What we have to understand is B12 is extracted uh, primarily from from proteins, and of course, animal proteins is one of the best sources, and you have to have an acidic gut to to be able to extract that from them them proteins. So, when we change the pH by moving the pH up, kind of like when you think about uh, Alka-Seltzer, or sodium Mm -hmm. bicarb changes the pH. When you add it to vinegar, it causes bubbling, okay, and that's neutralizing that pH. Well, the same things are going on with the B12, You know, when we add those type of drugs over a period of time, and again, long-term effects is what we're talking about. Metformin is another drug that's commonly used. Oh so, let yeah. and I can tell you a lot of metformin users are also on those PPIs. So when we start because metformin will upset the gut itself, so we tend to find that people tend to be on those things in combination. And that's where I'm talking about you get the one two punch, you know, when you get into some of these different drugs. Also, you know, something that a lot of people don't talk about is that what about long-term birth control use? Okay, so well, again, people tend to be for family planning. They're on birth control pills, and one of the undesired effects is those can have an effect on your your B vitamins absorption and some of your minerals such as zinc. So um, what we again recommend, and um, there will be GYNs know this now. You know, when somebody is pregnant, they they put them on a prenatal vitamin, and usually it's loaded with folic acid. And again. That is one of the things that we, we we get concerned when people are low on folic acid because especially in a in a pregnant woman uh, the fetus uh, you know we the neural, know the, the nervous system difference. the neural yeah. tube doesn't yeah. doesn't form so again uh, it makes sense to me that if somebody's on a birth control pill that they should be on a multiple vitamin whether it be a prenatal prescription one or just a very high potency uh, multivitamin folic acid. So what about women who are in menopause? Do they have any special needs around B12? Yeah, and again you know it's. It Seems to be women that are taking the oral estrogens are at the highest risk. Um, the topical estrogens seem to have much less impact. But you know, again, it's never hurt anybody to be on a B complex vitamin. Again, yeah. you know, like we talked about magnesium, a B complex vitamin is again something I tend tend to recommend quite frequently. Sure, and you know, a severe B twelve
0: deficiency is particularly in someone in advanced age can mimic dementia
1: and causes balance problems. At Just it's a long list of problems. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's serious, and so you know, again, you know, you can have your B12 levels checked. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and in fact, I would probably recommend that if you could do it. So, um, again, those standard standard blood tests that can be ordered from a doctor, even on that.
0: Tryptophan is Mm -hmm. something that uh, people are also concerned about. Tell me more about that. Yeah.
1: So, uh, again, tryptophan is it's an interesting protein, an amino acid, in that it's actually use in the gut and you know I'll take a step back on gut health, you know. If you have problems, you know, why are you on a PPI in the first place? Okay. So many patients are just buying them over the counter and they're taking them long term and may, sometimes without their doctor even knowing it. But you know, again, having a good gut, and we've talked about this in the oh, past, yeah. is imperative to good health. So tryptophan is made in the digestive tract, but what it does is it gets into the brain and it makes the brain chemicals melatonin and serotonin. So we all know what melatonin's for. Melatonin helps us sleep, right? You know, and serotonin is our natural antidepressant. So it is formed from tryptophan. Well, what we know is certain things, and again, here's our friends, the birth control pills. It's a B6 dependent enzyme system that takes the tryptophan and converts it into serotonin hmm. and melatonin. So again, if you're depleting out certain uh, enzymes, you're going to have a hard time making these brain chemicals.
0: Fascinating interactions. You know, we've talked about it so many times, it does all come back to the gut sooner or later, it seems to, doesn't it? It it certainly does. So, uh, we had a a text question here about cancer therapies, uh, and is there a
1: a concern for people taking cancer meds? Well, cancer medications do a lot of You know that that's there's a wide variety of different type of cancer medications, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not versed on every cancer therapy anymore because they're constantly evolving, and that's you know. But obviously, everything could be looked up. Mm -hmm. But what I would say is that cancer drugs have it. Have a tendency, many of them are very disruptive to the digestive tract in general. So, again, you're going to have that physical barrier issue where you're going to have some breakdown of the gut, and part of the gut's job is to help absorb good nutrients in and keep bad nutrients out you know one of the things that you do that I
0: think makes your your practice different is personal consultation so if you're one of those folks who has been on a, a long list of medications talk me through that how does that help what what
1: can you help me with yeah so what we do is typically we're going to um, um and and this all goes through my nurse Paula at the at the at the pharmacy. But basically, what we do is we're going to collect some data from you. Yeah. We're going to get your list of your medications, and then I'm going to look through those medications and make sure they match up with what the disease processes that you tell us on the form. So, yeah. hey, you're you're taking over the counter Zantac, and I'll just pick on Zantac mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as a representation um, because we've talked about it so much. But if mm-hmm. you know you're taking something like that, but there's you know you're not really being treated for that. We're going to look at it and we're going to say, well, how, how many years have you been on it? Uh, What is the interaction with other medications that you're on? Are you taking it properly? Uh, And Then we're going to look at those potential nutrient depletions, and we're going to educate you as to what medications you might look at. And maybe indirectly, we're going to come across some other things, such as, hey, you know, I am having problems with digestive health, and we may look at ways to help you, uh, you know, help uh, support that digestive health in general. And in order to
0: uh, get that consultation with Greg, it's just a phone call to 401 Custom Rx, right? right. Schedule the time, and... um yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, something that most people don't think
1: about the way to use a pharmacist, right? Yeah, I think it's very important today. Medications have become so complex, and and I can tell you sometimes the simplest things we think they're simple, but my patients get very confused. So I think it's always good to have a review periodically.
0: Yeah, I think that is so true, particularly when you're seeing multiple physicians and you have prescriptions coming at you from multiple directions, and it's, people don't know what these pills do or what. Yeah. You know, why am I taking this one over that one? And yeah, well, they forget, you know, sure. they just need a refresher. Yeah, exactly. And that's a great way to do that. So that mm-hmm. is Greg Russell. He is a clinical nutritionist and a farm, the founder of Fort Wayne Custom Rx. You will find them online at fwcustomrx.com, or you can visit them in person at 425 East Dupont Road. Greg, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Love pleasure to see you Elise. once a month, and we hope we'll see you again next month as well. When we come back, we're going to be talking about another topic that Greg, and I have covered before, and that is vitamin D3. There's a new study out that says, uh, yes, it is associated with a problem around diseases. So, if you are suffering an autoimmune condition, stick around. We have some important information for you next on the Health Co-Live Radio Hour on WoWo. Podcasts by Federated Media.